I'm going to blame him for it. Anyways, it's Michael Hoffer from The Forecast. You can find him on Twitter at 4sports or online at theforecaster.net. How you doing, Michael? Good morning. And you know it was plenty cold and snowy that week I was gone, so I have nothing to do with the weather. Yeah, it's, it's, that's exactly what it was. True. Yeah, I think, I think the weather was just heartbroken that you left, and now you're home. Everything's kind of back to normal, I guess. Yeah, right? no, that's, it's not changing anytime soon. That, no. <laughs> It's a little early for this, but, you know, what are you going to do? Well, um, it, speaking of a little early, you know, we've all talked about this before, and we would love a little bit of a gap time between football and yeah. basketball. But alas, oh, yeah. that is never uh, that is not happening currently, and we are uh, one day away from the official start of the regular season of high school basketball. Michael, I know you are trying to get previews out for all of the sports right now because there's so many sports uh, during the winter. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about some of the teams down in, in your coverage area and what you're expecting to see from them this year. Well, I, I think it's going to be a fun winter. You know, looking at basketball, sounds like there might be a little more parity than in some years. You know, the Portland boys have been the favorites down here. It seems like forever. You know, certainly the last four or five years, they've clearly been the favorite when you go into a season. And that's, I don't think that's the case this year. Uh, I think they're still going to be very good, but... You know, they have to replace a four-year point guard in Sharon Moss, who's uh, seeing minutes now at the University of Maine, and that's not something you just do. Um, so Coach Russo's mixing and matching a little bit, uh, you know, trying to find the right combination, trying to find someone that's you know, not going to replace Moss because you can't do that, but, you know, someone that's going to make the team as competitive as possible. And, you know, the things with his teams over the years is they get better as the season goes on, and they're usually very strong in February. I certainly would expect that to be the case again. Uh, so, you know, you look at you look at Portland certainly being a team to watch. I'm hearing a lot of good things about Daring. Uh, ben Onyx is going to be one of the best players in the state, no question. You can't forget about Edward Little, the defending champs. You know, Will Maywin, Will Maywin easy for me to say, is back. And uh, he's always a lot of fun to watch. And I, I think, you know, Class Double North, you're going to see a lot of good teams. And, uh, you know, maybe some surprises as time goes on. In the south, you've got Scarborough as the defending regional champ. They've got Nick Fiorillo back, who's one of the best players in the state. Uh, you know, you got TA and South Portland, Bonnie Eagle, several other teams will be chasing them. So I look forward to a lot of parity and a lot of good games here over the next few months. Yeah, no, it really, there really should be. Yeah. really should be. Uh, what about Class B? What are you thinking there? Um, on the boys' side, you know, it's, it's interesting. Wells is the team that, you know, they're the defending regional champs. I think that, you know, and with with some talent back, including, you know, a football name that everyone knows, and Tyler Bridge, who getting some attention for the Fitzpatrick Trophy and he'll be a finalist. Um, you know, he's leading the way. I think that they're, they're maybe the favorite going in. But, you know, there's a lot of other good teams. Yarmouth's got a new coach this year. They're going to be playing a little bit of a different style, but I think there's a lot of optimism over what they can do. You know, Freeport had their breakthrough season last year, and you know, they have a lot of players who had a lot of success this year in soccer. You know, they, they think they're going to be right there in the mix. Great New Gloucester could be a team to watch. So, uh, you know, again, like uh, like Double A, um, you know, a fair amount of parity. Uh, you know, look at Class A, Greeley's on a 44-game win streak. They've won the last two state titles, and they returned some talent, including Logan Bagshaw, Zach Brown. Um, you know, they're going to be right there again, but Falmouth is healthy this year. You know, last year at this time, Falmouth had lost two of their best players to season any injuries. They still managed to get to the semifinals, and they took really the wire. So now that they're healthy this year, I think you're going to see Falmouth be right there the whole year. And I'm hearing a lot of good things about Kennebunk. Um, everyone's really talking them up. They're not in my coverage area, but they're supposed to be a team to watch. So, you know, again, you, all these regions, it's, it's not like, you know, there's one team that's just clearly the team to beat. 
go ahead and crown them. Uh, it's, it's a very different story. Yeah, we can't just do the Dennis Green with them. It's really it's disappointing. Uh, what about the girl side of things? Um, and, you know, the girl side is a similar story. You know, I think you know you look at Edward Little as the defending champ, um, and I think it, by all you know by all accounts they'll be in the mix again. Um, yeah, it, and talking to some of the coaches, you know, they're, they're kind of they're really expecting be one of the top teams, but, you know, they, they need to step up from what they did last year. Uh, Mike Murphy's got Billy Goodman helping out as his assistant uh, this year. You know, Billy, of course, was the coach at MGA before MGA closed this summer, so he's going to be helping out at Deering where his career began many, many years ago. So that'll be an interesting sidebar, certainly. And then you got Portland, who was one of the most exciting teams down here last year. Uh, they've still got, uh, you know, they're going to play that similar tempo, and uh, they got the semi they're hoping to compete. But I think at the end of the day, when you talk about double-A girls basketball, you know, it's always going to come down to Gorham. You know, we've got Mackenzie Holmes here for one more year before she goes to play at Indiana. She just uh, missed a straight championship last year. I have a feeling she wants nothing more than to go out as a champion this year. Seems like, you know, Scarborough and South Portland, Portland especially, are going to do their best to get in Gorham's way. You know, we've seen what they've been able to do in February the last few years. They just seem to put their best including last year when they were a five seed and they made a run to the state game. I think they're going to be a five seed this time. I think you'll see them return to their dominant form and, uh, you know, be the favorite going into the tournament, whether or not they can finish it off with we'll see. Talking to Michael Hoffer from the forecaster and the forecaster.net. So you've got, uh, it's hockey, it's wrestling, it's swimming. Like how many freaking previews do you have to do? Because a lot of your schools down there have multiple, multiple sports, not just one or two. It's skiing right. and yeah, all that track, stuff. Track, skiing, I mean, there's a little bit of everything. I think I've got... Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster, The Forecaster. I think Michael's phone is, is, is failing him today, but that happens. Sometimes our yeah. cellular connections in Maine are not what you'd call, you know, up to up to where we want them to be. I guess. Not always, yeah. Not always. And and it's amazing, too. You can be in the same spot every week and, like, still not quite be in the... Like, uh, there's always, when, when certain places will call me, I'll be like, I'm in the same spot every time. And they're like, I can't I can't hear you. I'm like, I'm in the exact same spot, like, always. Like, I can't just be standing near a cell phone tower every and all seconds. And if I could, I really wish I could, so. Yeah. Well, it's like getting, you know, consistent wireless in certain big venues in a certain big city. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie, what, do you, what would you need internet access for in 2018 as a reporter? It's strange. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you wrap it up with, uh, with thoughts on the Patriots this weekend as the Patriots go down to one of our favorite places, Miami. Oh, I know. And it seems like bad things happen there more often than not, and including last year when they went to the Super Bowl, yet they lost on Monday Night Football with Jay Cutler. Uh, very impressive win last week. I was very happy with, uh, with the win over the Vikings. They kind of looked like the old Patriots for most of that game. You know, they're still even points on the field. I still feel like they have another gear. I think the offense can still play better. Uh, the defense looked pretty good, but uh, I think they need to, they still need to score more points more consistently. And I think they're going to get a battle. I mean, they're going to have a tough time down there. And for whatever reason, it's just a house of horrors for them. You know, Miami and Denver traditionally over the years are the places that the Pats just don't play well. And, you know, I think I think this week will tell a lot about this team. You know, last week was kind of a big measuring stick, and they passed that game. But, you know, if they have a letdown this week, then they're kind of back to, to square one, and uh, they'll probably lose out on home field advantage if that's the case. You know, if this team is a Super Bowl caliber team, they'll find a way to go down. And, you know, I think they can do that, but I don't think it'll be easy or pretty. It'll probably be similar to the Jets game where they have to grind it out. But... You know, hopefully they find a way, and then we can talk about that Pittsburgh game, which which will be even bigger. So, uh, so you know, the next two weeks are going to be enormous for this team, and 
you know, hopefully it'll set the stage for being at home again in January. Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster, theforecaster.net. You can follow him on Twitter at F-O-R-E Sports. Michael, as always, thank you for some time, and we will see you out there. Take care. Have a good weekend. Thanks. You too. Thank you. That's Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster here on the Beelist Daily Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR radio network on the new 105.5 Sports, 105.5 FM, AM 1240, Lewis, Donna, Renee, AM 780 in Romford.